Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, a.k.a. Phantasma Blooms, and I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Alright, so before I really get into today's topic, I do just want to apologize for last week. Unfortunately, work kind of just completely destroyed my ass, and I had to work a uh, six-day week last week trying to do a bunch of extra security stuff that really I could not have planned and unfortunately with the way I do my stream schedules and like really my general content creation stuff you know you guys already know Monday Wednesday Friday I'm in front of the camera for you guys and then usually either Thursday or Saturday I will denote my stream or like my recording day um it changes by the week you know sometimes it's easier for me to come home on Thursday after work and I have like a bunch of energy and I just record and then I'm straight, um, especially if I have plans for Saturday because usually I try and fill in one of the two days with something to do like either going out with friends or, you know, hanging in with the girlfriend, just anything to get my mind out of work mode for a little while. But here recently it's been kind of easier to do Saturdays because Thankfully, to some degree, I've been able to leave chunks of my Saturday open. Um, You know, I'm not really as pressed for time from, like, when I get in to when I need to start recording in order to get out the door to go get the sweet, sweet fox wife. Who, by the way, if she's listening to this right now, I just want to say, honey, you look absolutely lovely. (laughs) But... And by the way, that is kind of going to be the theme for today. I'm about to gas you guys the fuck up. But, uh, <laughs> again, I truly will. I just want to apologize. Um, and also, to some degree, I was a little discouraged uh, because I, I'm not, like, I keep telling myself that I'm not a numbers person. And again, this is causation for today's episode. But I keep telling myself I'm not a big numbers person, but sometimes they're just right screaming in your face. And I was just really disappointed with uh, how well the senior year episode went. Um, You know, and of course, now that I've said all this, like the week after, since it's had, like, people have had that free break week, uh, a lot more listens have come into that. And I'm incredibly thankful for that. But it was just one of those things where it was like I was already beaten up after a long day of work that I did not expect having to do. And then, you know, getting everything ready and making sure all the analytics are working properly. And then just seeing, you know, what I did. I was just like, bruh, ah. (laughs) But that said, you know, again, this is mainly causation for today's episode. Uh, But one other thing I wanted to touch on before we really get into that is, Ayo, your boy has a TikTok now. I've also been premiering a lot of stuff on YouTube Shorts. So, unfortunately, you know, I haven't grown the YouTube channel enough to uh, get my own website or, like, my own URL with them yet. Uh, The second I do, you guys will probably be one of the first to know because I like telling, you know, Plumescast listeners before I tell the rest of the world. Uh, just because, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate that you guys are taking the time out of your day to listen to me rant about things about, you know, this, that, and the other, and having, like, these meaningful conversations with you guys. Like, I'm gonna be entirely upfront. This episode is going to be more of me just streamlining my thoughts, 
Um, because here in the past couple of weeks, I've kind of, I don't want to say I've been blocked off from it, but from just stress and from, you know, having to do what I've had to do, uh, you know, not to, I hate being like mysterious about it. Like I, I had to put my mom to rest. I had to, you know, interact with this woman that I've never met before. Like, thank God Julia was there. I fucking love that woman. If it was not for her, I would have been in a much worse off state. But anyway, you know, it's coming to that realization. And again, this is just yet another causation for today's episode. Um, But I really just wanted to come on and start recording and just start letting all of my thoughts just unfilter, flow into the microphone, straight into your ears. Which, speaking of which, side topic real fast, side topic. And then I'll get back to the YouTube and TikTok shit. Um, my sweet fox wife has picked me up a pair of uh, wireless earbuds here recently. These things are fucking cool, yo. Like, they're skull, uh, skull candies. And, you know, they're like maybe 30 bucks. But I've been using them, like, at work. I've been using them whenever I'm off picking her up. And I'm just sitting in the cafe waiting for her to finish up her shift. And I'm reading a book. Like, I have, ne- I used to bag on these things because I'm like, oh, that's just stupid future tech that nobody's really going to do with. And now here I am, like, looking at a $50 set, you know, that I <laughs> I really do not know if you just heard Aki. She walked into the observatorium, and she's looking at me, and she just went out. She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh she's got to go lay down. You you enjoy your nap, Aki. But anyway, <laughs> you know, one of these days, if, actually, no, you know, I was about to say, if and when, you know, this all takes off, I'd love to revamp the studio. I don't know. I like the fact that she can just come in. Like, I really have this chill as hell vibes. Like, if you haven't seen the Twitch streams in the past couple of weeks, I've set up uh, the set of LED lights here recently probably about two, three weeks ago now, um, and I have essentially made this one of the chillest fucking rooms I could ever create, like, there's so much more I want to do with this, as Juju is starting to look for, uh, work from home jobs, I have a bunch of ideas on how I want to design her space, and then, you know, enhance, the like enhance it so that way it flows well into the room it's not two ideas clashing it's just just like we have it's two things coming together as one and it i'm super like i'm super fucking excited for that she says that i can't do anything until she lands a job but i think that's stupid <laughs> so i'm making plans sorry honey but anyway, <laughs> back to uh, what I was originally talking about. So yes, I have a YouTube that has YouTube shorts. The easiest way to find it is, you know, looking up Phantasma Plumes on YouTube. You'll find all, I think at now it has four shorts up. Um, and then I'm gradually working on putting the VODs out. The only thing that's holding me up right now is I'm still working on a... I don't want to say like a cover sheet, but basically something transparent that I can put on top of the overlay so that way, you know, you guys know when you see it, this game is being played by your boy truly. Anyway, um, but I have that. 
I have the TikTok now, which is at Phantasma Blooms. There's been a couple more uh, shorts put up there, or rather, whatever they want to call their little tidbits. Um, but I've kind of, I've kind of done a few things. Like, I guess you know, the whole point of TikTok is you basically make clips out of you know everyday event kind of things. So I have some um, Twitch stream stuff, like highlights from the stream on there that the Fox Wife has put together for you guys. But I've also made a couple of, you know, IRL type stuff. You know, there was one where it's like, hold your phone straight. And if you can, you know, you're an excellent sniper. Which, by the way, I did fucking amazing. But at the same time, uh, when it was going on, I turned on the LEDs. And it made this really cool rainbow effect. Um, and then I also made one, which I'm not sure if you guys are ever going to see it. But Aki has absolutely terrorized the guinea pigs. Like, we are slowly trying to train her to not be as aggressive with them. You know, mind you, she's not running up to the cage and putting her paw in, but she's getting close. You know, and I think she's starting to realize that, hey, these are friends, not food. But every now and again, she'll kind of do her little predator stance and wiggle her ass up to it. And, you know, it just looks concerning, so we have to grab the spritz bottle. And (laughs) I happen to make a TikTok of me doing that to her. I'm still trying to figure out how I can make it so that way it's just, you know, something I can share with people. But, you know, I'm sure the sweet fox wife will be able to show me how to do so. If not, you know, if one of y'all know, feel free to let me know. But anyway... You know, how long, that was a 10 minute intro right there, Jesus fuck, I can't believe I've been talking for 10 minutes already. I just kind of turned off my brain and watched the pretty colors going on in the background. (laughs) But no, today's episode is one that's been long coming, one that has been requested twice over, one that, you know, I think can easily be you got something you guys can come and listen to anytime you need a little bit of extra energy, you know. This one is simply titled, at least from, you know, what I've come up with on the side before I publish it, You're Doing Great, okay? Like, I'm not gonna say who, but I've had a couple of people come up to me here recently about job concerns, about, you know, work, about personality stuff, and, you know, ultimately, I thought it'd be well worth it to, you know, not, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm going to monetize their concerns for my content. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to do that whatsoever. It's just, there aren't enough hours in the day for me to tell them when they need me to, or when they need someone to tell them that they're valid. So I wanted to make something for them. So that way, you know, no matter what, if they're feeling down, if today's just one of those days, you know, I feel like I've used this analogy before, but we've talked about depression on the show, and one thing that I've learned across countless experiences is that depression is like being lost in the ocean. You know, you will always feel like you're shoved underneath the water, you you're gasping for air, you're like thrashing about trying to get to the sunshine. And when you get up there, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's more than for a second before the next wave comes and smashes you back under. But that's kind of how depression is. 
You know, it comes out of nowhere and just smacks us in the face. And all of a sudden, we're underneath the water. Like, we could have been having a perfect day. And then that one intrusive thought just gets into your head. And then, poof, you're under. You can't breathe. Let me tell you something. You can. You absolutely can. You're going to find the surface. It may not be immediately, but you're going to find the surface of the water. You're going to come back up and you're going to gasp for air. You're going to feel that refreshment, that healing from the first gasp out. And you're going to see the sunshine. And then, you know, unfortunately, the nature of this is you're going to get hit with a wave again. You never really stop getting hit with waves. But it's learning how to make the most out of those moments when you're above water and when you're underneath it, what you can do to make it more manageable. Because, unfortunately, our brains are fucked, yo. Like, the human brain is one of the most fascinating topics that you can go down. Just the fact that everything we're doing is being controlled by, you know, a couple of electrons being shot across neurons you know, and a whole fuck ton of chemicals. Like, I'm explaining neuroscience in the most simplistic terms I can from what I remember from, like, fucking life science. But, you know, these chemicals and these off-balances and these surpluses and these supplements, like, all this stuff impacts who we are. And at the end of the day, it's complicated. No one can tell you that whatever hurdle you're going up against is easy. You know, yes, they could have survived it. But at the same time, you know, time plays a big factor to everything we experience. What was super difficult to us back then might be nothing but like a gust of wind, you know, after more experiences come through. So... I wanted to preface all of this with saying, whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, it is entirely valid. You are entitled to how you feel. Do not allow anybody to take that away from you. Because the second you do, you have stopped living your own life. And if you are at that point where somebody else is dictating how you should feel about certain things, then you need to fight for your life back. It's a fight. It's a hard one. But you can do it. Look, I will go much more into detail later on. You know, I've kind of divided, you know, my small little note sheet here with where I wanted to start, where I wanted to get in the middle, and where I wanted to end. But I just, again, I cannot stress this enough. What you are feeling right now is valid. And no matter what you're going through, you are going to be okay. It may not be in the way that you want it to be, but you will pull through. I promise. Stay stronger for a little bit longer. Anyway. Ooh, that was powerful. I like that. (laughs) As you guys know, I tend to do these on entirely one-off recordings You know, if things go off in the background to certain extents, I do not edit them out. And when it came to this topic, I set, I spent like maybe a day or two trying to figure out how I wanted to introduce everything. And honestly, I couldn't come up with a good answer. I just tried to, like, every time I came up with something, it felt mechanical. 
and just being able to say what I just said, you know, it makes me feel a little bit better about my own, you know, mission in life and so on and so forth. But anyway, let's let's start from the beginning, okay? Let's talk about the importance of good self-care because let's be entirely fair with each other. Our relationship with ourselves determines our relationship with everything else. When we focus on, you know, the negative going on with everything around us, that's all we seem to attract, just more negativity. Your brain just kind of, it's weird how your brain just kind of gravitates towards the negative. Because sometimes the negative is easier to look for in life. Sometimes, you know, there's a great expression, it takes more muscles to smile than it does to frown. So it's more of an ex- like an exertion to be able to get to a point when you can smile. And, you know, when you're in that constant mindset of negativity, 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 you're going to keep frowning. It's easier. It, you know, especially to break a habit. You know, I think the saying goes, it's like seven days, or not saying, but the science behind it is it's seven days to break a habit or start to break it, and you're not fully clear of it until a month, but I that part, honestly, I'd have to look up. But again, like when we focus on negativity, that's all that's going to come to you. But when you start to focus, and like, I'm not telling you right off the bat, you know, oh, you just need to think about good things. No. It's not as easy as that, but you need to start trying to, and here's the thing, like everything that I'm about to tell you across however long this podcast is, because let's be fair, I don't know how long these things are going to run for, you know, I just try and shoot for like the 45 hour, hour 15 mark, Um, but everything I'm going to tell you, I do not expect you to sit down, drop And, you know, give me 50 kind of thing. Like, I want you to realize that the progress that I can suggest to you, the things that I could tell you to do, you can take them as slowly as you need to. Each person is different. Every mind is unique. And it's, like, in all the little folds, all the wrinkly bits that make our heads hurt. You know, it's... What works for certain people may not work for you. So when I'm giving this advice, yes, it's general. And, you know, I try and keep it as open as I can because I hate when you go on to certain websites and you're trying to find, like, oh, how can I be just okay with myself? You know, they come up with, like, all these different things that really introverts wouldn't go for it's like extroverted type things like go outside go hang with friends go do this go do that like yo what if i don't want to talk with people like what if i'm the type and this is actually how i am that you know i'm still working through but what if i'm the type that when something is wrong with me i end up just kind of closing up because i don't want the world to know that i'm suffering from anything You know, those tips don't necessarily work well for me. Yes, down the line, they are fantastic, but I'm not there at this point, you know. So when I tell you these, like, ideas and these thoughts that you can start to have, understand that they can be modified and slowed down to what works for you. You have an uphill battle in front of you. 
You yourself know, you always know what you are able to take in a day. And if it's too much, stop. One centimeter, one millimeter. Hell, I don't, one, is decimeter a thing? I don't fucking know. But it's, you know, just and slightest the movement forward is still an accomplishment. And that itself is clause for celebration. So, when I tell you all this, please know you can do this as slowly as you need to. And hey, taking, like, here's the thing too. Stopping, like absolutely stopping, like reverting even. That's fine. That's valid in itself. It's all on you to do what you need to do in order to get yourself to where you need to be. You know, if you start to revert, that's okay. You know, no diet goes without cheat days. There are going to be days when you look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, you don't have the most pleasant thoughts. But what's important is you recognize it early. And you say, ah, well, I had this negative thought. I see that. I've been having negative thoughts. Okay, let's stop. You know, it's not even a full stop, but it's I recognize. Because recognizing these things is often the first step. You know, we learn to walk, or we learn to crawl before we can walk. And what you just did was your another crawl. That's okay. That's great, even. Some people don't recognize it on their own. Some people need other people to recognize it for them before they can even start to heal. And, you know, in saying all this, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, share this podcast with your friends. No. If you see somebody that's suffering, by all means, if you think my podcast is going to help them, send it their way. Sure. But don't let these people suffer alone. Show them that you care. Show them that, you know, you're around for them. And give them the opportunity. Like, don't force yourself on people. You know, that's one thing I still have to work on, especially in my relationship with my, you know, girlfriend of almost nine months. Which, again, is absolutely fucking wild to me. But, (laughs) you know, um, but I still, I came from a very abusive situation where I want to, you know, be a people pleaser. You know, that's what I kind of grew up being because otherwise I got abused, short and sweet. Um, so when people tell me their problems, I, tr- I, I have to fight myself at times to be like, they're letting it out. You know, sometimes I even have to ask like, okay, do you want me to do something about this or do you just want me to listen? You know, especially like in early times of it, we're just like, hey, you know, I want to help, but I know my help may not be warranted right now. And that's the thing, too, is that is in itself super valid. It's okay to say that to people. Like, you are never a bother. You, yourself, like, if somebody is coming up to do this, that, and the other for you because they see that you're down, be upfront with them. You know, similar to how I said earlier, how everybody heals in different ways. You can just go up to him. Here's the line you say. You ready? Write this down because you might need it one day. Listen, I appreciate everything that you're doing for me, but right now I need to be alone. Or right now I need some time to myself. And I will let you know. 
when it is, or I will let you know when it's okay for you to come help, you know, and then say, but, you know, thank you for thinking about me. It means the world. Because here's the thing, and this is speaking from a fixer's mentality. When a fixer is rejected, sometimes they themselves end up taking, you know, more damage than what they intended to heal. And sometimes people just need that reassurance at the end saying, I thank you for, you know, wanting to take care of me. Or thank you for being there. I thank you for being a part of my support circle. That in themselves, like that in itself, is both healing for you. You have defined something about yourself. You are finding out something about yourself. You are on your own path to healing. But it also helps them. Because if they truly care about you, if they want you to succeed, if they want you to thrive off in whatever aspect of life you decide to go on, that will reassure them that, you know what? You are going to be okay. Like here, the reality of it is, is you are going to be okay one way or another. Sometimes you need people, sometimes you don't. And it's completely valid to just be like, hey, I just need some fucking space. I just need to listen to Plumescast, episode 15. <laughs> you are doing great. <laughs> but, and honestly, I know, you know, to the people I'm dedicating this all to, if y'all want to come up and be like, hey, your fucking episode did not help me, but I appreciate the effort. I, yo, you got it. It's good. I believe in you. That's all I want to say, man. <laughs> but now that we've kind of hit this stopping moment, this moment where you are either with friends or you're by yourself, I want you to take a minute, okay? I want you to look at where you've come from. And all the different challenges that you've overcome to get to this point. You know, when we're living in that moment, when we are faced with adversity, in that very second, it is the worst thing in our lives. You know, we could survive family members, sure. But if my car was to get smashed tomorrow... That by far is not the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. But in that very moment, it's just like, oh, this is this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. What the fuck? You know, if I get T-boned again, I swear to God, I will fucking, I will post it on Twitter. At Fantasmoplumes, by the way. <laughs> but I will post it on Twitter and be like, look, I, I preached my sermon to y'all. <laughs> can, can we get a donation going? <laughs> Ah, shit. I, I'm going to knock on wood when this is all said and done just to make sure I don't get T-boned tomorrow. <laughs> I really like my car, man. <laughs> but anyway, all that to say, in those moments, in those specific instances when life hits us at its hardest, that is the worst thing that can happen to us. But sometimes we need to just take a breath and just say, okay... What else, what have I overcome? You know, I love, and it, to some people it's really cringe, but I love when people denote their age by, on like social media and stuff, by saying level. Because, you know, it really is. Like, when we experience enough stuff, when enough time has passed, we do kind of level up in a sense. Yes, it's gamifying age, but at the same time, you know, I think it is a 
point of wisdom. You know, I feel as though as we get older, even if we don't feel it all the time, we have accumulated knowledge across a whole different spectrum of things. Even if it's just, you know, fantastical knowledge, things that, like, you think would never apply to, you know, common day situations. Like, you know, look, I've never read Lord of the Rings, but I'm sure there are fucking great Zen philosophies that can be learned from it. Like, the greatest example from that is there's a book that's called uh, Zen and the uh, Zen and Motorcycle Repair. Something like that. Something, two completely different things that a smart author, I, you know, I don't know if he's a doctor or anything like that. I've never read it myself. I've only seen the reviews and said, you know, one of these days I'll read it. And then I picked other you know, different Zen books back in the day when I was reading a whole bunch of Zen Buddhism type stuff. But, um, Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Repair, that's what it's called. No, I'll tell you what I read. It was the Tao of Winnie the Pooh and the Tay of Piglet. You know, that, that one was a really good one. But anyway, it's taking the principles from different aspects of life and applying them to, you know, philosophy, the same could be said from any book that you read, any media that you consume, you learn. You know, if characters learn a lesson, you yourself kind of either reinforce a lesson that you've already learned or you learn it yourself. Just because other people experience things and not you doesn't mean you can't learn something from them. You know, and all that to say... As we look at age, as like even though, you know, again, it's kind of cringe, but even though age, looking at age is like a level, it, it's true. It's absolutely true. The things that you are experiencing right now, the hardships that you are facing, it's just a current hardship. I want you to take a second and look back. Look at everything you've accomplished in your lifetime. Because... As you continue to grow up, as you continue to get older, you're able to face harder and harder obstacles because you have years of experience behind you. I'm level 27 right now, by the way. going to be level 28 in November. And I can tell you 27 has been a bitch of a level to level up through. But it's been a rewarding one. For all the negative experiences that I've had, I've had extremely positive ones, life-impacting ones, ones of which I hope will continue to impact me for the rest of my life. That is kind of where you need to start. And if it's too painful to look back into your past, okay, let resting dogs lie. But allow me to take a moment to just say, you have gone through a lot in your life. I don't know you. I don't know you at all. You could be one of my friends that comes through and listen and hangs out on Twitch with me. You could be an active Plumescast listener. We may have never interacted. We may talk every single day. But at the core reality of it is, I don't know you. I don't know the real you. The you that you keep hidden from everything else. The you that is pure and innocent. I know the you that is just beyond. The person that you present to the world and I want to talk to both of them for one second I don't know you 
I don't know what you've experienced, and I don't know where you're going. But I want you to know you have grown a lot. You have experienced more than you care to admit. And that will help you. You know, and it's funny. I've had this conversation about, you know, job stuff here recently with Juju and a couple of other people. But we were talking about professionalism and whether or not you could put something you do as a hobby as, you know, in a resume. And to be entirely upfront, yes, you can. Just like, for example, you know, I'm not planning on leaving my job anytime soon unless, you know, certain things just kind of happen or, you know, like, say, for example, I had to pick up a move and, you know, I had to rewrite my, my resume again. I would absolutely put content creation in it. I want, you know, people to know when they are hiring me that, hey, I have a profound hobby. And that hobby is streaming on Twitch, cussing like a motherfucker, and, you know, giving life lessons on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And eventually YouTube and TikTok. As soon as I can figure out a way I want to present that content. (laughs) But... I want them to know that because in doing all this, you build characteristics that can be transcribed into professional characteristics. For example, talking like this, public speaking. Yes, I'm not in front of a podium giving a speech to everybody that's listening right now, but I can imagine it. I can feel it in my eye, or in my eyes, in the back of my head. It's when I talk to everybody that may listen to this. Every person. It doesn't matter if it's tomorrow, Sunday when this gets premiered, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, fucking October, November, December, 2015. Fuck. God, if you're hearing this back in 2015, holy shit. Yo, time travel. What the fuck? Tell me about it. (laughs) But it's every person that may hear this one day. Hell, my kid might hear this one day, and I guarantee you they ain't a twinkle in my eye yet, (laughs) you know, which, by the way, hello, son or daughter, this is, you know, your father from 2022, coming to you pre-recorded from the observatorium, you know, but, and I'm making a kind of a joke about this, but it's true, the things that you experience now, the things that you have taught yourself, the things that you have grown from, can impact so many future generations if you allow it to. And again, it doesn't have to be you experiencing them. If you're playing Genshin and you like one of the stories from the characters, you learn something. It's valid. It really is. You know, but let's kind of talk about the past as what it is. It's over. It's done. It's said. You can't change it. The only thing you can do from it is move on. You can learn from it. You can move on from it. You can use it to shape who you are. I've met countless people in my lifetime who have used the past as a crutch for the future. That's them. And I hope they don't allow that to continue to bog them down. They let previous experiences jade them from trying something new. And, you know, I fully understand that. It's scary to be vulnerable. 
It's scary to be open. It's scary to post something to Twitter and hope that somebody responds to it because you're not feeling yourself. But being vulnerable is how you grow. Being vulnerable is how you allow yourself to advance. You don't always have to be. You know, I'm telling you all this shit in the most vulnerable sense. Because this is just how my mind works. You know, I want this to feel as though it's a conversation between two friends. You know, yes, I could be the professional podcaster. It's me, the podcaster, and you, the listener. No. I never want that. I want this to always feel as though you and I are just sitting together, talking. Maybe sharing a drink. I like lemonade. You know what? No. Screw the lemonade. Summer is ending. Pass me the water. Hashtag hydro homie. (laughs) But, you know, it, like, you can't allow, I'm sorry, my brain just kind of got all fucky-wucky right there, but I, I was fixating on the water and the you know, hydro homies that may hear this one day, but (laughs) no, all right, you, like, the past is in the past, you can't allow it to continue to impact your future, it's hard, there are things in your past that are going to chain you to the wall, but those chains will rust, and eventually you will break free, And sometimes it's of your own force, and sometimes it's of something natural. You know, I used to have this impression of myself. This is extremely personal, but to kind of show the vulnerability that sometimes you need to have in order to grow, like, this is my growing moment when I tell you this. But when I was younger, and I was in an abusive household, And I never felt as though I was ever going to make it anywhere in life because, you know, my brother blamed the world for everything and just kind of, you know, like aggressively went through life. I was fearful that that was going to be me. So I started bottling my emotions and it wasn't to the same bottling as like, you know, putting a cork on something. No, I had this analogy that I would tell the 8th grade counselors, you know, and even earlier than that, to be fair, but I had this analogy. I felt as though every day when I left the house, the person leaving the house was not the person who I truly was, and that the real me was suffering down in the basement, chained to the wall as the house started to burn around me. It was a analogy for how I felt my family was. I knew my family was falling apart. I knew I was ultimately going to live in a broken household. But I couldn't allow that, like those hurt emotions to surface up because I was being bullied. I unfortunately had the privilege of living in a small neighborhood And everybody knew everybody. You know, my mom was very prominent in the community. And so when shit hit the fan, it hit the fucking industrial-sized fan. So I tell you all all this because, you know, in the past, you know, five, ten years or so, 
I've realized I'm not that same little kid that's trapped anymore. I've let him free. Yes, there's still burn marks from where those chains were. There's still rattling in the past. But I do not allow them to bind me to that wall anymore. The me I present to y'all in these podcasts and the me that I allow myself to be in front of all of you is the genuine me. And it doesn't matter, you know, even if I became like some big ass podcaster or, you know, my stream suddenly blew up, the me that I am is never going to change. I never want to change. I never want anybody to question who I am and what I'm doing all this for. Because at the end of the day, I want to be a friend. I want to be a voice that you can listen to. I want to be an influence to your positivity. And I want to remind you that if somebody like me can do this, so can you. It's hard, but you can do it. We forgive when we grow up, but we never allow ourselves to forget the past. You never really can. But that doesn't mean we can't make time for the greatest gift of all, the present. And to start, the best thing you can do for you is get in touch with yourself. What do you like about you? If there's nothing, then that's where we start. But ask yourself the question, what do you like about you? What makes you you? What makes you unique? You know, I like the fact that you're listening to Plume's cast. That's something. <laughs> I promise I'm not going to mark it the entire time while I try and have a lighthearted conversation. But that's one of the main ways I can make this lighthearted is by injecting jokes. Look, start with yourself. Figure out what things you like about you and what things you don't. You know, and then start to kind of embrace the things that you like. Maybe you have a really unique fashion style. Maybe you like the fact that your favorite color is orange. Maybe you like the fact that, you know, on any day of a given week, you can always go for a burger. You know, I'm not saying that because I'm hungry. But all that to say, we have all these different uniquenesses to ourselves. Embrace them. Don't let anybody cover them up for you. You know, be proud of the uniqueness that is you. Explore it. You know, start with the easy questions. Well, you know, what do I like to do? What What's my favorite color? What, you know, makes me happy? And then explore it and go deeper with it. You know, instead of, you know, I'd like to go, or where do I like to go? Be like, well, when I'm at the beach, I like to do X, Y, and Z. And then go do it. Embrace you. Don't try, and like, here's the thing too. You know, don't allow anybody else to limit the idea of you. Don't try to match someone else's idea of being you. Because only you can decide how you feel about everything. You are always in control of you. You can make yourself happy. You can allow yourself to be happy. Because you, right now, have that strength. You always have. Here's your reminder that you have it.
in the same breath, you can be angry. You can be sad. If you have faced a death of a loved one and you haven't given yourself the chance to mourn, here's your opportunity. I want you to think about them for a second, right here and now, and just say, thank you. Thank you for being this part of my life. And then if you're angry, okay, here's your second. Be mad. Feel the fire within your skin. Feel every emotion within you. You have never lost an emotion. You can tell yourself, I can't be happy. I can't be this. I can't be that. Let me give you just the most utmost truth that I can as I smack my pop filter. You are not a fucking robot. You are the amazing you. You are human. What you're going through is valid. I will never deny you of that. But you cannot turn off an emotion. You cannot turn off how you feel. And in in this very moment, you need to cry. Cry. I can wait. You can pause this. But if you feel mad, if you want to say something to me, there's links. There are ways to do it. You can at me on Twitter right now and be like, listen here, you fucking asshole. I'll knock your teeth out. You know, just fuck it. You're able to be you. Be you. You have this power. This innate truth will always stay true. No matter how much you want it not to be. Because sometimes it's easier not to feel these emotions. Sometimes it's easier to just say, hey, I can't be mad. I can't be sad. I got to keep going. I got to turn it off. You never could. You never truly can. It doesn't matter what chemical imbalances you face in your sweet, sweet little head. You never truly can. And you will get to a point where you can, you know, be yourself. That said, I'm not, you know, talking less of people that have, you know, inhibitors. I'm not talking any, like, I'm not trying to talk down to anybody that has special circumstances that, you know, maybe they actually can't. But, with that said, everybody has the strength to decide how to feel. Even if it's in limitations. Do not allow anyone or anything to take that from you. Because let me tell you something. The little serotonin that you get when somebody likes a post, that's valid. That's true. Don't let it control you. Let it be a little extra reminder of how amazing you are. Because really, the one true inhibitor of your serotonin should be you. You'll get there. You will. It's hard. If you're not there now, of course it's fucking hard. But you'll get there. I believe in you. And you will start to find that you will find more little pieces of serotonin. You'll find more pieces of positivity. You know, think of the James Cameron... No, what is it? Not James Cameron. Uh, James Woods. There's a scene in Family Guy 
where every time James Wood shows up, they have Reese's Pieces on the ground. And he's just like, ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Think about that as if you're, it's your serotonin. And allow that to guide you. You can do amazing things when you allow yourself to, you know. <sighs> but ultimately, when you're ready, start doing more of you. Get something you like. Eat something that makes you happy. Allow yourself to spend a little bit on yourself. Like, I can, just to be completely vulnerable with you again, I have the absolute hardest time buying myself anything. Just because I've come from a poor family, you know? And again, I'm a people pleaser. If I didn't have the money to go buy certain things for certain family members, ooh, Oh, I'd rather not. I'd rather spend the night somewhere else than go home. But I still have that mindset. I still have that horrific mindset that if I don't have enough money to satiate my partner's needs and wants, or my friend's needs and wants, or, you know, the reality's needs and wants, that I'm going to just be abused. So I'm, I struggle. I absolutely struggle with buying myself nice things. You know, buying my Xbox, even though I got it for half off, you know, by technicality. You know, I had a gift card from signing up for uh, internet. You know, AT&T gave us the hookup. Uh, But I had a gift card. I was able to price match it. I had points on a different card. Like, all in all, I had all these different ways to save money. And ultimately, this $300 console cost me like $175 after tax. I struggled. I lied. I straight up, you know, Juju, like, I remember we were walking in Target together. And Juju's like, oh, you know, see if they have any Xboxes. We were standing right in front of one. And I had the balls to just be like, oh, no, they don't. Damn. Unfortunate. (laughs) Because in that instance, my brain said, you have not earned this. You don't get this. What if something happens? What if, you know, and then I could come up with every disaster scenario in the world. In that moment. And, you know, none of those have happened yet. I have an Xbox, and I play it pretty often. It has been a tremendous tool to my healing from my mother's passing. You know, not to say like, oh man, mom's dead, let's play some Xbox, no. It was something that allowed Juju and I to bond together for like two, three days straight when I was in bereavement. You know, I had bought it shortly before I found out. You know, and it, it was it was kind of bizarre at how it all happened. But in that instance, it was one of the greatest purchases I could ever make. You know, yeah, not every purchase is going to be groundbreaking like that. And by all means, you don't have to spend every fucking cent you earn chasing happiness. That in itself is a fallacy. But that doesn't mean you can't reward yourself. That doesn't mean you can't be happy with what you have currently, too. You know, one thing I have learned here, like, and this is bizarre how this has happened, but 
Juju has recently gotten to Persona 4 Golden, you know, and yes, she's entirely the reason why I started streaming it, you know, and by the way, fun fact, if you're listening to this Monday and Wednesday, probably I will be doing Persona 4 Golden, just so that way, you know, we can get to another game uh, whenever we finish Persona 4 Golden, but anyway, (laughs) um, she has been using... My old PS TV. And she has been using my old PS Vita. Which, if you don't know, the PlayStation TV was basically... Think of it like a Switch dock. Except you didn't need... Like, you could play PlayStation Vita games on a PS TV. The PS TV ran, like, I think $70. The PS Vita ran for, like, 200 or so. But you could play... Full-on Vita games for a $70 console that put it on the TV. You could stream Netflix off of it. It was a cool little box. It had an Ethernet port built into it. Like, by all means, this thing was sick as fuck. I have two of them. Because one I use for my Japanese account, one I use for my NA account. And Juju has brought life to these things. Juju has, you know, found so much joy... Playing, you know, Persona 4 Golden on the Vita TV at first. And then, you know, on the Vita itself. And that in itself has made me realize, like, how incredible the Vita was for me. You know? when And I realized in this too. I, whenever things got rough and I didn't have people to talk to, I escaped to video games. That's why I love them as much as I do because they're... Escapes from the world around me. It was my way to get away from my own thoughts. And it's valid. It was entirely valid. And seeing her use something that brought me so much joy, you know, and her having, like, brand new life with it, has made me want to get back into the console. Like, I have all my Vita games sitting up on the side here. Like, you guys can't see it. I don't know why I'm fucking gesturing towards them. But just imagine you're sitting in the observatorium. They're sitting right by my, you know, desk. And, you know, when this is all said and done, maybe I'll play a Vita game on the Vita TV. But, that is to say, you know, it is yet another reason why you can start to appreciate something you have sometimes you need that extra person to be like you know what that's really cool to feel that validation and maybe it breathes brand new life in the things that you thought were said and done like i can say this with a certainty as well you know i talk about my lights a fair bit like these led lights that i've got set up in the the observatorium and I was afraid about buying them. I was afraid about buying the panel lights that sit in front of me. I could not have been more thankful for Juju to motivate me to buy them. Because now I have a space of my own that I can share with you guys that is wondrous. That maybe just for a couple of hours a week, I can take you away from whatever situation you're feeling, just like the Vita did for me. Maybe, maybe these lights are the reason why somebody clicks my stream and gets the healing they need. You never know what a purchase can do. 
You never know what an interaction with somebody can do. So don't be afraid. You can do it. Talk to the people you don't know. If you want to be friends with somebody, sometimes all you need is a simple hello. I surprisingly have made friends that way. We're just, we're sitting next to each other for a short amount of time. And I just crack a joke. A smile can go a fucking long way in this world. And, you know, I hope right now I'm making you smile. I hope right now I'm giving you just a little bit of extra energy to get through the day. Because you can do it. You're already halfway there. You woke up. Unless you're listening to me when you're sleeping, then you're sleeping. You know, I hope you're having sweet dreams. I hope, you know, I'm somewhere in the back on a wave rider, you know, bouncing up and down on the waves, just like, yeah! Boom's gas! Yeah! <laughs> uh, I hope you're not meditating in your dream. I will fucking shatter your, con- like, your concentration. But, all that to say, when you can invest into yourself and you allow yourself to get things that you like and eat things that you want to eat you know that's the biggest thing too is like well you know I'm worried about my weight I'm worried about this I'm worried about that it's okay to have a cheat day in fact there's been a whole bunch of you know behavioral studies on whether or not cheat days actually keep people on their diets for longer Because you don't deny yourself something that you're wanting. The important part is you watch how much you overindulge. You know, or how many break days you give yourself. The same thing can be said about improving your life overall and being happier. And realizing that, hey, title drop, you're doing great. You can have a day when you're underneath the water. You can have a day when you don't want to get out of bed. The important part is, is that you pay attention to it and you say, okay, tomorrow we try again. Rest up today, tomorrow we try again. You can do it. I believe in you. You absolutely got this shit. Because let's be real. We can face tomorrow together. We can face the rest of time together. By realizing That every day doesn't have to be some grand adventure. Just progressing just one centimeter is the cause of celebration. I've said it once. I've said it twice. I'm I'm probably going to say it a third time. Who fucking knows? I don't script this. But, you know, with that said, let's make goals that are actually obtainable. Smaller ones. Incremental goals. That work way better than everlasting ones. Like, you will get there. It takes time. But be realistic, you know? If you have a goal to be happier, and you want to say nicer things about yourself, don't go into, you know, the mindset of, well, you know, by the end of the week, I'm going to be smiling from ear to ear. I'm going to be laughing. I'm going to be wearing flashy clothes. It's going to be great. No. No, that's not how it works, because at the end of the week, you're going to be so over with what that original goal was, that you're going to burn yourself out, and you may end up doing more damage to yourself for the long run. No, start, you know what, 
here's your challenge. If you want to have more fun at work, and it's within dress code, wear graphic tee. Wear something that you're interested in. Or, you know, if you got to work and you have, like, a strict dress code, maybe go get breakfast. You know, get up a little bit earlier, if you can, and go get yourself something hot. Get yourself some delicious food. Like, hey, McDonald's brought back the fucking, you know, bagel, the breakfast bagel. I have yet to indulge in that. I'm annoyed that I have yet to indulge in that because that shit used to be my reality every Friday at school. It was a tradition for my sister and I. And I have yet to bite down on the grainy deliciousness that is the McDonald's breakfast sandwich. Which, by the way, McDonald's, if you want to sponsor your boy, uh, con- business contact email, phantasmablooms at gmail.com. <laughs> I will gas up that fucking sandwich, dude. <laughs> oh, man. But small things. Small little things that you can do. Start small. It's okay. You know, say for example, you want to wake up 30 minutes earlier. Instead of setting your alarm 30 minutes earlier, make five five-minute alarms. You know? So, say for example, I want to wake up and I want to be OTD by 7.20, for example. Or 7.30, so I can get to work at 8 o'clock so that way I don't feel bad that I'm leaving at 5, even though I don't take lunch breaks, because I eat on property, and then, you know, I stay late, like, an extra hour. But anyway, this ain't about me. (laughs) But, say, for example, you want to wake up, you're waking up at 7 now, and you're having a hard time getting out the door, and you decided, okay, I'm going to wake up at 6.30 instead. Don't, Don't set your alarm for, you know, 6.30. Set it for 6.55. When you get good at doing that, 6.50. And gradually work your way back until you get to the time that you need to. Or you find out that, hey, maybe 6.45 is your perfect spot. And all of a sudden, you are, you know, getting an extra 15 minutes of sleep. Or, hey, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you want to go to bed earlier because you stay up way too late every night. And your body clock's all kinds of fucked up because of it. Alright. Say you go to bed at 3 now and you wake up at 6. That is not healthy. I used to do it. Instead of saying, I'm going to go to bed at midnight. No. Start 2.30. You know, or start 2.50. Gradually work your way back. The smaller steps work better. You know, there is a great you know, working out concept, where if you want to get big fast, you know, you want big muscles, high weights, low reps. But if you want something that's best for stamina, which by the way, big muscles are great, but they have to, like, you have to keep working on them. You know, yes, you will always maintain some form of muscle to certain degrees, but if you want that peak buffness, you need to be in the gym often. But hey, you know what works best that actually helps people lose weight? It's aerobic type stuff. Stuff you do, you know, lightweight with a bunch of wet with a bunch of reps. Weps. Wow. <laughs> you and that's the thing too, is when doing it, you gradually start with a low weight and you go as high as you can. 
And as you feel more comfortable and you're hitting high numbers, like, for example, I started lifting again. I got a 25 dumbbell that's sitting in my, you know, bedroom. I'm trying to at least two times a week. Just do a little bit of working out before I go to bed. I start, I do it, and then, you know, next time I do it, I try to go for an extra rep. You build lean muscle that way. You make a long-lasting impact. Lean muscle does not degrade as quickly as big, bulky muscle. It'll always be a part of you. You know, outside of certain expectations, but, you know, for the most part. And gradually, lean muscle, you know, helps more for the body. I'm not, you know, a health expert on that, though, so don't take that as medical advice. If you want a workout plan, we can talk about one whenever you want. (laughs) I was just trying to make an analogy, okay? Okay. (laughs) But... Look, I've been ranting about this for already over an hour. And ultimately, I want to take the next couple of minutes to wrap up everything that we've talked about. And I want to start that wrap up with this. You're already fucking amazing. You have already accomplished more than you give yourself credit for. Things that some people will never be able to do. Like, for example, if you code stuff, you know how few people know how to work a fucking computer? And you're out there telling the computer what to do, and it's actually listening to you? Like, hey, the fucking code may not make a whole bunch of sense, and you may have made some ghibli-gook from GitHub, but hey, that's a start. And you have done something that some people will never even understand, let alone write themselves. If you're a chef, And you made a recipe, like you accidentally burned something. Who cares? The thing that you're making, some people may not even attempt to make. Like, hey, you might be making a pot roast. You know how many people I hear make pot roast? You know, when I'm walking around with all the fucking baby boomers that I work with? I don't hear them ever mention pot roast. Maybe you'll make yourself a pot roast and it's the best fucking pot roast known to man. We all have things that make us unique. We all have skills. We all have talents. We all have likes. We all have dislikes. They all make us unique. So don't allow anybody else to, you know, downplay what you got. Okay, let's talk to Mr. Programmer again. Don't look at fucking Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yes, he is fucking years ahead of you. You know, in experience, in business management, and all this fun shit. That shouldn't demerit what you're doing. Because, hey, you're still doing a lot more than what anybody could ever do. To the chef, don't look at Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay has had years and years of experience cooking. And you might just be starting. But you did great. You made it tasty meal even if it's a little crunchy everybody likes a little crunch a little charred you know i fucked up brownies the other day i still ate them they were chocolatey (laughs) and to the person that's trying to be happy you yourself are already at a place where you can be
you've gotten to where you are because of your skills, because of your knowledge, because of your abilities. You don't need the vindication of others to realize that you're amazing. You need to realize it for yourself first. And when you do that, you will start on such an amazing path. But hey, it's not easy to say that you're doing great. So let me say it for you. You're doing fucking great. Read the title. (laughs) And most importantly, start small. You may not be able to find that happiness you're looking for in everything you do quite yet. But there's somebody out there that might be reaching out to you. Somebody that you truly love and care about that makes you happy. That's a start. If you don't have somebody like that and you're looking for somebody like that, look outside. Look at the rain. Look at the clouds. Look at the sunshine. Smile. It's okay. It's all okay. Find that little thing that sparks joy for you and embrace it and allow that spark to kindle and grow into a fire of passion. You can do this. I wouldn't waste my time recording a podcast for you if I didn't think everybody who listened to this right now could do a fucking amazing job. And you know what? Here, I'll even do one for myself. Because I've allowed myself to be, you know, vulnerable all this time. I'll say something just for me. So everybody else can, you know, fast forward for this next bit. Or you can listen to what I need to say to myself. And use it to, like, actually, you know what, fuck it. Listen to what I'm about to tell myself. And maybe use it to model what you need to tell yourself, too. Are you ready? Here we go. Hi, future Seth. This is past Seth talking. I know you've gone through a lot of horrendous experiences in life. And I know sometimes all you want to do is cry. Sometimes you don't feel like you deserve the happiness that you have. And sometimes you feel as though you need to have more answers. And you regret the fact that you could not ask the questions that needed to be asked. But let's be fair, Seth. You didn't know the questions back then. You didn't have the opportunity to ask them like you thought you did. It's okay. It's alright. Just because you didn't know back then doesn't make you a fucking idiot. You're innocent. Now that you've experienced more, yes, it's okay that you have these questions. It's okay that you're looking for certain answers. But here is the best answer I can give you right now, Seth. You're doing fucking amazing. You have absolutely risen to the occasion at your job. You have absolutely proven yourself time and time again to friends and family alike. And you have continued to prove yourself to everybody around you. And you will continue to do so. It's okay to hurt, and it is okay if you're not feeling 100% today. Tomorrow, we'll try again. But the most important part is you do not give up. You keep marching, 
it's hard. I know it's hard. Especially considering everything we've lost. But you have not found everything that you want quite yet. And the things that you have found, the person that loves you, the family that you're starting, you know, even if it's years away from now, the path that you're walking down, the joy that you've been looking for, it's here. It's right in your grasp. Allow yourself to embrace it and allow yourself to embrace the friends that embrace you. Allow yourself to love the woman that loves you. And most of all, allow yourself to love yourself. Because I love you. I don't know you, but I know you are doing amazing. Because we always have, even at our worst. Ooh, ooh, God, that one, that one got, <laughs> that one got deep. Anyway, so yeah, no, feel free to model that for whatever you want. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I needed to hear that. And being able, and like, I will say this too. You may find yourself needing to hear yourself say these things. It may be cringe, you know, it may be embarrassing you know to fully like you don't have to do what I just did and expose yourself to the entire world about how you're feeling about certain things but sometimes it's nice to just record yourself and have little checkpoints you know diarying scrapbooking recordings like this you can make a podcast yourself and you can keep it private and any, or, you know, I had a friend that made YouTube videos that every now and again would just check in on himself and be like, hey, you know, your dancing is great, but I hope it's getting better. These things are all valid. Whatever you need to do is healing. You can do it. Hell, if I can do it right then and there, you can do it too. You don't have to go as deep as my voice did for it but you absolutely can anyway i'm proud of you you've done amazingly to get to this point you listen to my podcast for over an hour and 15 minutes now holy shit clap 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 (laughs) i greatly appreciate you and even if the world around falls apart Even if you are the last person alive, I want you to know I'm proud of you. You've done great, and you will continue to do amazingly. And you can can absolutely replay that as much as you need to. Because I'm proud. (sighs) Alright, I don't really have a good way to end this. This got so much more emotional than what I was originally planning, but it... It feels good. I feel amazing. And I hope you feel a little bit better yourself. And again, you know, if you ever have questions or, you know, you need advice, I can't, I'm not a therapist by any means. I can only tell you stories if you want to hear these stories. If you need somebody to just listen, hey, 
I got a Twitter account at Phantasma Blooms. I got a TikTok at Phantasma Blooms. I got a Reddit at Phantasma Blooms. I think you're kind of getting the fucking picture. You know, I'm on Twitch Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7 p.m. at Phantasma Blooms. Like, hey, yo, if you need me, that's where you'll find me. It's okay. I can't always be around for everybody, for sure. But I want you to know that if you need somebody, you need to just type out a bunch of stuff in a private message that stays between us, okay, let it loose. And you can put up top, do not read this. I just need to get these words out there. Okay. I'm here for that. There are great resources out there. Kind words. It's a Steam game. That's all about sending kindness to other people. There's great apps. You know, it one's called Finch. Unfortunately, that's one that I kind of fell out of. But it's all about building good habits. And maturing this baby Finch that's curious to the world. The innocence is cute. And you get to, once you get them to adult, you get to send them across the world and learn about different things across the world. It's fancy, but all that to say, guys, thank you so much for allowing me to do this. Thank you for allowing me to present that you yourself are doing amazingly. And I hope you will always remember that. And if you ever forget, there is a recording available here. To remind you that. But speaking of reminding. Remember you can find me in the night skies. Across different platforms. You've got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And soon to be YouTube. And you can email the show directly. By sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again is plumescast. P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T. At gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, you're doing fucking fantastic, and I'll see you next time. Bye bye